today we're talking about little Ben Affleck diddly. <laughs> I guess you could call it that. <laughs> but before we jump into that, we're going to talk about a movie called Blackberry. Blackberry, yes. Matt Johnson's, not his directorial debut, but I think his huge break into the mainstream, and I think he's phenomenal. I'm so excited to... Uh, I mean, I, don't, I couldn't tell you much about him or his or his filmography, but uh, I think he's an incredible storyteller. And he has such... Uh, it's always fun to see, and it's funny because Ben Affleck is the same. He's an actor who became a director. Yeah. Matt Johnson, who made Blackberry, is in his film as Jay Baruchel's like, uh, secondary. Oh, right. And I think he's an incredible performer as well as a storyteller or director. So yeah. it's really cool to see him do this movie which is in the same genre Hollywood's got this hard on in the last however many years for like uh, I don't know what you call it the corporate biopic where it's like yeah. we're gonna take this story and uh, make it dramatic you know palatable to the masses yeah. inject a little humor into it right. in my opinion I think Matt Johnson's Blackberry it for me was even a little bit more interesting than Ben Affleck's Air Hmm. Uh, and I think that was just due to the subject matter. I don't go in for shoes too much or even basketball. But everybody knows the history. Wait, really? of, I mean, when was, it comes I, to... That was a joke. No, it's... That I mean, I'm being totally authentic. I'm, I'm putting myself on the line here saying I don't go in for basketball. <laughs> but when it comes to, to something like BlackBerry, everyone has a smartphone. Mm-hmm. Everyone goes, you know, can, can remember probably in their lives when the iPhone took over. Yeah. And so it's cool to think back on... Uh, something like the BlackBerry, at least for me, you know, tail into the millennials, where it's like I remember the BlackBerry, I remember it uh, going down, <laughs> and uh, the iPhone taking over in that era where there was competition, and now it's literally just iPhone or something else, which yeah. is like you know Android, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, BlackBerry as a movie was really good. Uh, the script was tight, and it I think it balanced its drama really well with pacing and humor it jumps around over three points in time there was the founding of the company essentially the middle ground where the main conflict was like another evolution in the design i can't remember what it was exactly and then mm. there was the end which was the third act was the fall mm. essentially to iphone and they show steve Jobs's keynote. Um, his keynote where he announced it and it was like the death knell and jay baruchel's like flailing for yeah. another yeah Something that would make them competitive. And I think his thing at the time was the trackpad or it was like, you know, yeah, something. And so they pivoted to, oh God, everyone, please, all the engineers help us make a touchpad. And it was a miserable failure. People who, you know, remember that will know how miserable that BlackBerry model was. And then the company, I think, sold off over the next few years and they turned into something else. I think they still exist as a as a totally different thing. I think my friend said it was like a cybersecurity thing now. That's so wild. Um, but yeah, the movie captured all that in such an incredible way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, standout performances by Glenn Howerton, of course, from Always Sunny as the soulless, I guess, if you want to call it that, corporate executive who comes in to uh, help these guys turn their company over. And uh, Matt Johnson was there supporting Jay Baruchel. They're the developers, and they lead this group of you know creative people who were actually making the product. Right. And it was just a really fun little movie. I think it'll get lost in you know in time, but yeah, I'd recommend it. I think to everybody. You uh, liked it more than Air. In my opinion, 
I do. I think Air probably was uh, overall a more solid film. And I think that was just honestly due to the budget. Well, budget, yes, but also the experience of the of the production. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Ben Affleck's been in the biz for forever at this point, and yeah, he like, has incredible films under his belt. But what Matt Johnson brought to BlackBerry was this like feverish excitement and passion, and I think for me that really uh, brought it up a level. You know, it was really fun to watch, hmm. and for me, Air, while it was very solid. I was never so excited by what I was seeing. And I think, I think you know, you could just pull from the script yeah. for something like that. Yeah. Because Matt Damon was amazing, you know, whatever. It's whatever. Because we know Matt Damon is amazing. But it's cool to see these other players come into the, to, into the scene and really make this electric performance, I guess, and the rise and fall of something. Whereas Air was just the rise, Blackberry was the rise and fall. So you got a full picture. Okay. That's my five-minute sell. <laughs> Don't hire me. <laughs> what? Now we're talking about air. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we are talking about air. I. This is why I wanted to talk about air kind of over BlackBerry. It's because I like Ben Affleck's films. I, you also I, didn't see BlackBerry. <laughs> <laughs> ben uh, Affleck is such a good director. I don't know what you're talking about, but I, I think Ben Affleck as a director is very, very gifted. And I don't necessarily feel the same way about his acting, but dude knows how to direct a movie. I think he knows at this point how he is as an actor. You know, it's like, I'm going to put myself as this character. <laughs> right. Yeah. And on, honestly, I think you're right. I think he does definitely know how to cast himself, um, which is cool that he's like self-aware enough to, to be able to do things like that. But air is a movie about Ben Affleck is in it. He plays the head of Nike uh, Matt Damon is a guy who is like the main, almost like marketing salesperson uh, for Nike at the time in the eighties where Nike was like very far down and could, could only get like C list players to wear their brand uh, professionally. Yeah. They were living in the shadow of Adidas and, and what, Converse or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Something like that. Basketball wasn't even their main sport. They were trying to kind of break into basketball. And uh, Matt Damon's character saw something in a young player uh, straight out of high school or freshman in college, North Carolina, Michael Jordan, if you've ever heard of him. (laughs) Uh, He was kind of on the up and up, and he saw something very special in him. And he kind of convinced the head of Nike... I can't remember their names. I'm so sorry. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, corporate pe- people really like Nike, and so not oh. knowing not knowing the guy's name doesn't doesn't reflect well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he convinced them to kind of risk everything and uh, try to just sell to Michael Jordan and win him over from Adidas and and Converse and whatever else. And uh, they did. They won, and that's the creation of the Air Jordan shoe that was so popular and, and gained popularity with Mike. The, the rise of the popularity of Michael Jordan, uh, who was a sensation. We've talked about that before on a podcast. We, we covered The Last Dance, which was the last... Um, well, it covered really Michael Jordan's career with the Chicago Bulls in the, in the late 80s and the 90s. But there was a shoe that he wore that was very specific. It was Nike, and that's what kind of put Nike on the map. They they went from, you know, barely hanging on to just an insane revenue because of the popularity of Michael Jordan. And 
right here, we'll probably play a song, I think. Break. Little break. And the song for this one, I'm going to pull back from the Space Jam soundtrack. <laughs> uh, we're going to play Fly Like an Eagle by oh, Seal. Wow. Yep. Classic. Here it is. Thanks about for, sealing thanks, so long. <laughs> thanks for listening to Seal. Yeah. Um, and thank Gabe. Thanks for downloading these and keeping track. Yeah. So we're talking about air. We're talking about Ben Affleck. I forced you to see this movie. You, didn't, uh, you did you, not want to see it. You know, I wasn't going to watch it, to be honest. But I'm glad I did. When you brought me to the cinema, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed my time. <laughs> Cause it, it, I mean, we, that was like that night we saw a double feature. We saw air and then we saw Mario brothers. Did we? Yeah. Remember what a combo. We saw... <laughs> Cause you know, Mario's wearing those Nikes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which one was worse. Uh, but, but you know, air, air is one of those weird films where it kind of like, because Ben Affleck, like you said, has been in the business for a long time. It's really well made and, and they, he really knows what he's doing. It's really well paced. Like the editing is on point, the dialogue's on point, the acting's on point. My favorite thing about this film, though, was the production design. It really made me feel like I was in the '80s. Like, like it's some, it's a movie that I could like watch aesthetically, and really feel like you know that that nostalgia bait that is so popular today for the '80s that'll probably go away with the next generation. Well, we'll see. I. This was full of it, and it, it had the Nike headquarters in up in I think it's like the Pacific Northwest, like Seattle or something like that. Yeah, and the neon signs and and the aesthetic and the the wardrobe and costume, and I just really loved the film for the aesthetic, honestly. And uh, <laughs> like like it it really really spoke to me. Like it's 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 a movie that I think is fun enough to just watch. Oh, Jason Bateman is in this too. He's and he's so good. Uh, known quantity. Yeah, yeah. Again, again, really known. I'm bummed now. I'm remembering you came in a couple minutes late. You missed the intro, which oh. was a nostalgia montage for like three minutes of the '80s or uh, early '90s, whatever okay. it was. And I was like, God, Stephen would go crazy for this because okay, he's I, such a nostalgia. I, I gotta watch that. Yeah, I did come in late because I, I. I think it was more than basketball. It was a lot of stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but you're right. You captured that era perfectly. Yeah. No, they captured it so well. Like the production design was like, I haven't seen a movie that like this, that really made me feel like 
I could walk into it and feel like I'm back in the eighties again. Yeah. I remember feeling a little bit of that, like during dark, Mm. the show, uh, Netflix, but yeah, it was just, it was good. It was gold or just an actual eighties film, like ET or breakfast club or something. (laughs) And a lot of that is in subtle ways though. Cause I think, I mean, a good chunk of this film takes place in an office building, but it's everything from the technology that they're using to the outfits. Yeah. It's on all the little the things yeah, that make production one. design such an incredible part mm-hmm. of movie making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really puts you in that time and place. Yeah, and there's no CG here. It's all no. it's all like actual historical practical effects or practical props. 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 Big props. <laughs> yeah. Huge props. Uh and so no, I, I really liked the movie for that and the and the fact that it was fun. It was a good it was a cute story. And it's true, you don't see Michael Jordan, you don't see him. You see him from behind. They got like a like a body double or something to play him, and you see. They never show his face. Viola Davis, who's an amazing actress, who's one of my favorite actresses. What a man! What a fucking presence. She's just like <laughs> she's next level, man. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like I feel like she'd be the most intimidating person to be around. She's probably really sweet, but like I couldn't act across from her. I would be way too intimidated. Yeah, you know, because she's. She's a powerhouse, and uh, Viola Davis was great. So, so you get mainly the story through Viola Davis, who is playing Michael Jordan's mom and Matt Damon's character, who shall remain nameless. And you do get to see Michael Jordan from behind and like profile and stuff, but you never actually see his face because everyone knows what Michael Jordan looks like. He's like the most recognizable figure, one of them in the world, and you can't really just go around that. So you, you have to kind of figure that out. And so That's cool, they chose choice. not to show him, yeah. which was an interesting choice. People were complaining about that. Like they should have no. CG'd his face on there. Yes. No way. Yeah. 100%. That would have been terrible. <laughs> uh, well, it was an option, but like, I mean, you, you basically have, okay. Does Luke Skywalker show up here? Do we show his face and have him talk or do we just shoot him from behind or from weird angles? Odd angles to, but to, this wasn't Jordan's story. It was the story of these people in Nike. I know, yeah. I know. I mean, it totally creatively it made sense too, but still. I, and then we didn't see Jordan until the very end when it did a montage about Jordan's success at the very end of the film. So yeah, that was interesting. But what a crazy sell, by the way. I mean, <laughs> Matt Damon's character. I also can't remember his yeah. name. He had no. Yeah. Hard evidence to back this up outside of a gut feeling. Well, he he knew sports really well. Yeah, but the numbers okay. were not in I mean necessarily oh, yeah. no, in his favor. Yeah, and totally. everything like you said up to that point, great money ball comparison. The numbers you could have argued a hundred different players. Have you seen Moneyball? I haven't yet. Oh, okay. No. Just like I haven't seen Black. But you Ray. always try to tell me to watch <laughs> you, it. So I'm you should watch it. It's making so the connection for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, because you needed it. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really piecing it together here. <laughs> no, but, but I mean, me having not known anything about this story, I have a very cursory knowledge of Michael Jordan's life. I mean, or any part of that era of the Bulls' history in the NBA. But what an amazing sell! I mean, this was really like, at least the way they told it in this dramatization of the, you know, whatever really happened. Uh, it was a crazy shot. <laughs> The fact that they turned it into one of the most iconic business franchising opportunities in the history of making money was yeah. the Air Jordan. So it's an amazing shot that turned out to be the absolute right call because Michael Jordan is to this day, you know, 
not just the most iconic athlete probably in the history of the world, mm -hmm. but it, <laughs> he is really probably the greatest athlete to have played it within his sport. Right. He was a revolution, man. He was literally, yeah, I, I don't even know how to describe it. He, he's like God status. He's like beyond icon. You know, it's, it's, it's yeah. pretty wild. So I don't know. It was cool for me as someone totally outside of that to see that kind of the, the story behind the story put to, put to screen. So I'm, I'm happy we got to see it. And I'm glad you brought me because I definitely wouldn't have seen it for those reasons that I'm not familiar with. I'm glad that you liked it because I was scared. The whole time I was just worried. If it's a good movie, I'm going to like it. I was it. just worried you wouldn't like it. I'm going to like it. I was it. looking over at you. You couldn't take me to a movie I wouldn't like because if it was something I knew I wouldn't like that I wouldn't like, I'd force I you wouldn't to see, see it, it anyway. No. I would, <laughs> I would be like, Gabe, you got to see it. It's gonna You'd be have bad. to try hard to make a really bad movie that I wouldn't like. I mean, I even find things to like out of the really bad movies that come out. Yeah. Because there is something, but Air was such a, a solid all around. Yeah, it's super solid flick. So yeah. I, ho I hope uh, I don't know what it's going to get, you know, in terms of like people remembering it in years from now. But yeah, great job, Ben. Great job, Matt. It's cool to see you guys working together again. Yep, go get those donuts, Dunkin' Donuts, Ben. How do you like them apples? I man? love you. I love. <laughs> we love you and the donuts. Uh, here at this point, we're gonna play a song from maybe the score fair that was probably unremarkable because I can't remember a thing about it but here it we was, go it was a nice little score Let's see. 